Lord, we thank you for giving us this time to worship you as one church, one voice, one family. morning mark i haven't seen you for a while now how are you uh, i'm good father i mean I'm you, went very, you went very quiet actually i've been behind the scenes father but <laughs> <laughs> i've been seeing you quite regularly how are you doing father okay mark oh so <laughs> this week double we have a double show yesterday night and today this morning yeah sometimes yeah, i had some nice uh comments from people i received some messages uh thanking us for you know giving some clarity about the situation i think that's uh i mean it's a uh, a good initiative that I think to help people to understand. Are you working from home or are you back to work or? Uh, we're working from home, Father. But uh, I think uh, uh, this reminds me of how we started, Father. I mean, uh, when we started, we started with one show and then we started uh, revving up two two shows a week, three shows, and then. Uh, but I think uh, yeah, it's good that we we come up with this content for the for the community especially. And thank you for allowing us, Father, to actually. Uh, do this, oh, father. I mean, uh, supporting. I mean, <laughs> it's not easy, but yeah, good to have you. Soon, soon we will be celebrating our first anniversary, lah. You know, 
just in a couple yeah, of yeah. months, be one year since we started this. Yeah, Father, I mean, I was looking through our past uh, YouTube and then uh, just wanted to prepare ourselves for today's uh, session. And uh, I realized that, uh, yeah, our second episode was about Holy Week. <laughs> so it's mm. actually, uh, yeah, it was uh, about, uh, I'll be home for Holy Week, you know. So for all those who, I mean, are new to Catholics at home or haven't, I mean, we, we started off uh, last year in April 1st, you know, I mean, uh, uh, during the, the, just, yeah, during the Holy Week period. I mean, the, yeah, Holy uh, Lent and Holy Week. So you can catch us on Catholics at Home on YouTube and we also on Facebook. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Spotify, so if you haven't liked our page, like us or follow us. At the same time, if you're listening to us now, I mean, it'd be great if you can share the, 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 the stream to all your family and friends on WhatsApp or even do a watch party like what Father Clarence always does. Yeah, I mean, first, I mean, let us know where you're from. I mean, which parish you're from so that maybe you could connect with your friends who are whom you have not seen for a while. Uh, do let us know. Just, just let us know which parish you come from so that, uh, you know, your friends get to see you uh, to at least know that you are that you are in the same virtual room uh, though we can't be present in, in in our churches but at least we can be present in our virtual room and united uh, spiritually so do type into the into the comment section uh, tell us uh, the name of your parish or uh, that you are logging in from uh, so that we too know where you're coming from and maybe we could call out some of the name of the parishes uh, yeah. Just to you know, uh, to connect with uh, with other parishes during this this lockdown and during this social distancing. So Mark looks like uh, yeah, Lent is just around the corner again. Uh, yes, Father. Finish Christmas, uh, then as usual, Chinese New Year will come, and then I always say you know it's time from from feasting back to fasting. Fasting, uh, yes. <laughs> do you have any Do you have any special traditions in your family for Lent? Uh, actually, just something re really uh, small but which uh, which is, has been carried forward from my grandfather i think but it's mostly on a good friday so good friday mm. i mean uh, he, he 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 i mean it's a family tradition whereby they they don't actually uh, eat meat and all that standard but what they they also uh, abstain from a uh, media you know i mean like a uh, radio tv and they try oh. to do uh, charitable things and also to to spend quality time with each other la. but uh, so we've been practicing that quite a bit and then uh, recently with the new handphones coming in so we always tell my mom hey, no tv no radio but we still got our mobile phones you know <laughs> but i guess this year we have to uh, change it a bit you know and, and i think uh, what we want to do is maybe uh, start uh, communicating uh, uh, yeah i mean uh, uh, face to face with uh, the, the kids and also the family i think that's what we do and uh, last year father i think we also started i mean uh, we, we were in the mco during the uh, holy thursday i mean uh, and, and good friday so uh, we also the kids actually washed the feet of their grandparents. You know, I mean, there was something. Uh, oh, I think, right. uh, I think one of the in during the show. I mean, you you mentioned that we should do it at home. So I think we tried that out, and I think that was something we want to start a new tradition also, la. Yeah. So how 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 is it for you? I mean, having two two sons. I mean, uh, two children in the sense that trying to pass on some of your family traditions. Are, are they receptive? Like no devices during Lent or Good Friday? Are, are they are they receptive to this? Actually, a lot of, it's, uh, it's quite difficult father because uh, like even for them to participate in mass fully and all i mean it's, thank god we have the the children's mass which we follow uh, but i think uh, they 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 have their own ways like you know and, and I, uh, one thing good is that they haven't been on devices for for, uh, for i mean they just use it very uh, uh, seldom yeah so uh, so it's not very difficult but 
certain things I think if we make it fun for them I think uh, yeah they want to do it like the washing of feet or something new and something exciting they can play water at the same time uh, you know so I think that was something uh, good lah yeah but definitely they miss Sunday school lah so uh, I think it's starting uh, it started last week and I think uh, something they look forward to meeting their friends also lah and hopefully then they can actually absorb more of the the teachings and and stuff from the teachers and the friends yeah how about you father what do you miss most about Lent coming into the yeah the MCO. Well, I mean, I think as a priest, one of the biggest things I miss is, is the community life, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, I do. I, I celebrate Mass, but it's on my, my own. It's very different. So it's the community. I think that's, I think many of us as priests, that's what we miss, the community, our parishes. But so it's so nice to see some of our parishioners uh, all signing in this morning. So at least we yeah. know they are still with us. Uh, they have not strayed away. They have not run away. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we do some a little bit of a call out for some people. We have Mark from Sacred Heart in uh, KL, uh, Philomena from Divine Mercy Church Shalom, Dorothy from Assumption, Rita from Assumption, uh, Margaret from from Our Lady of Fatima. Right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Dionysius from Divine Mercy. Ah, all right. Quite, quite a number of people. Yeah. Ah, right. Yeah. So welcome, welcome to all of you. Uh, where you, wherever you're logging in from, welcome to our Catholics at Home uh, episode number. What mark this? Is this episode number? I've lost track already. Forty-eight. Forty-eight. All right. Okay. So I think yes. when we reach fifty, we must we must celebrate a bit, lah. Huh? Yes. Tell sir. us. I mean, so to our listeners, tell us a little bit. Of what do you do at Lent? I mean, everybody's got a little different thing that they do in their families. Uh, do, do do write in the little comments uh, in the comment section. Uh, what you do for Lent in your family? What are some of your family traditions uh, at Lent uh, that you do to to keep that spirit of you know prayer, fasting, almsgiving? Are there special traditions that your family does uh, during the season of Lent? So this morning we Lent is another time when we we talk about Lenten campaigns, isn't it? I mean, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's about also sharing some of our resources to help those who are in need. And and this morning we want to talk a little bit about what Lenten campaign is about and what is the focus of Lenten campaign this year. So let's bring in an old friend, Mark. You know who it is. Yes. So you have some stories to share, I'm sure. Hi, hi, Mark. Hi, Father Albert. Good to see you, Father. Good morning, Father Albert. Hi, good morning. How are you? Okay. So, to to our to our listeners out there, a little bit of history. When I was first ordained in 1997, and I was posted to Assumption Church, Mark was an altar boy, and then Father Albert came as a deacon. Right? You came as a deacon. Yes. No, no, I came as a seminary, uh, finished studies in seminary, waiting for that. Ah, okay. So, so almost every other evening, uh, the three of us will be playing football. That was our favorite pastime. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Where, 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 where was where was the place, Mark? Do we used to play? Oh, we used to play in uh, Arena PJ, just uh, nearby Assumption, yes. beside Asunta Hospital. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. 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 Yes, and yeah. Father, and it was uh, great because. Uh, uh, Father and Albert and uh, Father Clarence look the same, just a bit more white hair now. <laughs> but 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 I can remember playing with you all against the older kids and, and things like that. And uh, we always call uh, Father Clarence the uh, the playmaker, you know, the, the wise and yeah. smart one. And Father Albert was the machine, always there to pressure and and wow, we could win every team lah. <laughs> yeah. It was good times lah, Father. Uh, yeah, really huh? enjoyed that, that, uh, that time, you know. That, uh, 
auto boys used to come, auto servers used to join us, and then the whole team was, you know, we, we felt, I felt very young at that time. <laughs> Even though I was almost uh, 30, 36, I think, that time. Yes, yeah, 36. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you still play football, fathers? <laughs> Uh, no, I I've stopped playing already. I've yeah, I mean I stopped playing now. maybe more than yeah, about ten years ago. When the the body was a bit slow to recover from from injuries, I stopped playing. <laughs> I I used to play futsal, but mm. occasionally I play uh, just in front of my cousins' uh, house. There, there is a small field. Mm. Uh, kids all used to play. My nieces, nephews, they all play. So we also I also joined them just to warm up. But I do go for my personal jogging or cycling. Ah, still fit, the fathers. Good, lah. That is not forbidden during <laughs> during MCO. Yeah, wear yeah, a yeah. mask. So this this morning, for Albert, uh, you know, you are the director of of uh, you know, you are the ecclesiastical assistant. You are the priest uh, delegate in the Office of Human Development. We want to talk a little bit about land because uh, AOHD drives this project. But before we begin, let's let's bring in uh, your colleague. Uh, Ms. Tio Kaim into the conversation too this morning. Hi Kaim, morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, others. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. hi. So to our to our viewers there, uh, Kaim is the is the new uh, director of the Office of Human Development uh, since November, I think. Third, November third. November third. That's right. Yeah. So uh, she has been working at the Office of Human Development. So for many years, the Office of Human Development has been in charge of, of uh, driving the, the Lenten campaign. So this morning, we thought we'd, we'd let our listeners know a little bit about the office and also about, you know, the Lenten campaign this year. Uh, so maybe one of you would like to speak a little bit. You know, we hear about AOHD and the Office of Human Development. Tell us a little bit about, about this office, uh, Father Albert or Kaim, either one of you. AOHD started uh, way back in the uh, year 1992 when uh, the late uh, eminence Cardinal Fernandez uh, initiated this whole uh, program for this uh, AOHD. And uh, during that time, it was National Office of Human Development. Then uh, in 2005, they renamed it as a Archive Office of Human Development. So initially, uh, Brother Rogers was the one spearheading the whole thing, and then uh, later, Monsignor Mitchell took over, uh, and he uh, let the whole parish uh, diocese participate in that sense that every uh, parish form a PSD group, and whereby it's all linked to AOSD, and uh, all the PECs also was motivated in that sense to participate in this. So the, uh, at the diocese level, we have the AOHD office as uh, something like one-stop center. At the same time, the PISDs in the parishes are functioning and uh, the BECs are also motivated. And this is the vision that uh, Archbishop uh, then, Archbishop uh, Sartre Fernandez uh, had for the whole diocese. So he wants to uh, initiate this whole program to help us all to move on. In that way, uh, uh, a very good platform for us to work and uh, carry on this mission. So AOSP came about in that uh, sense that uh, you know uh, it is not only a worshiping community but also a servicing community. 
and in that sense that uh, the whole reality became alive and now uh, they are doing wonderful and still more to do and we, we need to look into the new horizons to work together. So talking about the Office of Human Development, uh, there are many parts of the office I, I know. Uh, it means that it cater for different ministries or different uh, specific groups. What are, what are some of the groups that you have that you that you care for? Uh, and I know you have special projects also uh, in the office. Mikhail, you want to you want to speak a little bit about yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, adding on to what Father Albert have said. Uh, in 2005, when uh, Monsignor uh, took over AOHD, he created eight groups of ministry, like uh, urban poor, we have special needs, we have migrants, we have Borough Asli, putting you on the spot. The beauty of it is that uh, fast forward 15 years down the road, uh, a lot of this ministry has has grown uh, amongst the parish and they've actually become very independent and they actually have their own uh, ecclesias assistance like for example uh, we have the prison ministry they have been working on their own for the longest of time the orang asli also have their own uh, uh, one and then uh, if migrant ministry we had they were independent for a while and then uh, our EA got hijacked away. <laughs> so now they are back to me, back to AOHD again, to name a few. But um, moving forward, I think it is what uh, our late uh, Cardinal wanted and even Emeritus uh, Murphy Park Young, when he, re uh, when he recommended the uh, PI PIHDM, where you work with a ministry and the ministry actually work on the parish level and uh, AOHD come in like more like linking all the parish together uh, to collaborate uh, and cooperate on general projects that each parish have interest in. And then AOHD ourselves, we provide like formation, animation, training for their volunteers. I mean, that's the trend that we're going down towards. Lah. So for, for our listeners who just join in, yeah, I mean all these acronyms, I think we better make make clear. So AOHD is actually the the Archdiocesan okay. Office for Human Development. And Kai mentioned PIHDM is the Parish Integral Human Development Ministry. Uh, so we can't assume everybody knows all these acronyms that are, that are out there. Uh, yeah. so just to help uh, yeah, just to help everyone. I know it's a it's a mouthful. Uh, it's a lot easier to say AOHD and PIHDM, but just to help our listeners out there to uh, to know yeah. what these acronyms mean. Uh, I, yeah, I think, Father. But I think a lot of us in church we will hear a lot more on the PIHD, right, Father? Because uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I, I believe, you know, I think one way that people are connected is that because there is this first Sunday collection that goes to the Ministry of you know uh, different parishes or different 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 formats. Uh, some have the Ministry for the Poor, some have the Ministry for the Integral Human Development. So in some way, people people connect because uh, of that first Sunday or the second Sunday. I'm not sure which different parishes have got different systems, so that they contribute towards towards uh, the, the ministry. So I, as I hear you, uh, Father Albert and Kaim, I mean, yeah, I mean, you take care of, of the poor, you take care of the migrants, uh, you, you take care of special needs. Also, uh, you have a kind of a learning center, which maybe on another day we will have you to speak a little bit about the special needs learning center that you have. Uh, you know, it's it's a whole range of things that 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 you that you look into. Uh, 
you know, how how do you how do you cope with these things? Uh? I mean, the needs are, are are plenty. Yeah. At, at the macro level, at the archdiocese level, we tend to organize certain things uh, uh, part of uh, modus operandi of the whole thing. But uh, we see, um, like for instance, uh, we have a special learning center which we'll talk about in the uh, another day and during this Catholic uh, uh, at home. Um, SNLC or the Special Learning Center for the Autism Children and Special Needs Children, it helps at a, as a early intervention. And uh, time also now because of COVID, it is not uh, operating at the moment. But uh, Rita who is spearheading the whole thing that uh, she and the team um, able to contribute to this uh, individuals who are having this type of special needs. So in a way that there is formations, early interventions is just to introduce them to various things about life itself, help them to get to know what are the things, are items available in the life so that they will get to know the name and how to use it. And in that sense, then later slowly they are also adapted into society. So sometimes it is also a special learn, learning center also helps parents and the uh, child who need the help so uh, in that sense that uh, we yeah. are using that platform so now that you do all these different things i mean maybe just to help our viewers to put in context i mean more recently you have been doing quite a few things especially like you know like uh, community projects you want to talk a little bit about what you i mean I, I know what you did but you can explain a little bit about responding to the flood responding to the, the pandemic situation and I think we have some some pictures, some slides to show too. You would like to speak about that for Albert or Kaim? Yes. Uh, uh, pandemic, uh, uh, due to pandemic, uh, Kaim received uh, as well as call from uh, one of the uh, hospital staff need help. Those who are frontliners need help, and then the migrants, those who are in the uh, so-called uh, uh, centers in the uh, need help so uh, she informed me and then uh, we advertised to the whole parish in the diocese and every parish responded indifferently and uh, we came to assist in that way and uh, likewise uh, for the flood victims for the Eugene Benedict who is uh, Orang Asli ecclesial assistant we put it in the clergy group and from then uh, we put it up and then uh, for the Eugene Benedict together with AOG and uh, St. Joseph Church or the George Pakistani, we are uh, able to collaborate together because being the year of St. Joseph, uh, all the three uh, uh, different parties that came together to work. Kaim uh, also sent out messages to, to various PhDs. So the various PhDs collect, collected uh, groceries and sent to St. Joseph. From there, we uh, sent it to different uh, Places where they need help. Uh, in that sense, that the Orang Asli benefited a lot, even no doubt uh, the locals also. So in that process, uh, not only a few uh, people involved, but so many got involved and helped. Uh, more than ten thousand people, isn't it? Time, more than ten thousand people were benefited from this. Uh, ten thousand so. was the earlier part during the earlier pandemic part, so. 
uh, we reach out yeah. to about 10,000 people. This yeah. one subsequent, we reach out to about, the flood victims was about, uh, I think about 1,000 to 1,005 families was aided by the food packages that we sent to. Yeah. Different individuals were involved and then uh, even orang asli youths came forward uh, together to work uh, under other Eugene and uh, John Chin, who is one of the volunteers who actively works, and then Catherine from uh, Kontan, she also actively worked in this. So different parishes also collaborated in this whole action further. And it was very wonderful to see how at a, a diocese level we get it organized and then all the different parishes got involved and even uh, at grassroots level uh, people got involved to contribute to the health. So these are these are some examples, I believe, uh, of what uh, the Office of Human Development does, uh, responding to to the different needs of the situation. And I think it's so 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 wonderful to see that, you know, the pandemic uh, during the pandemic, we've been able to reach out to more than ten thousand people. I mean, apart from other parishes, uh, during the flood, uh, over a thousand. I saw little boats and I saw some other pictures also uh, taking food for people. Mm. I think, uh, yeah. So, you know, if people wonder what does the PIHD, uh, what PhDs do in the parishes. So these are some of the things that, you know, you collaborate with the parishes, I believe, you know, kind of networking, right? Yes. Yeah. Even, even during pandemic, others, different parishes have organized, different PIHDMs have come together. They, uh, through their BECs, they collected the groceries and sent to migrant workers, especially because they lost job at that time. Yeah. And they don't have a proper savings or so. so to keep rationing for all the groceries to people and uh, even though COVID, uh, during COVID I remember my own uh, parish got involved like that and then they, how they uh, executed the whole thing, uh, act of charity, you know, beautiful to see and a uh, lot of uh, generous donors from different parishes have come forward to donate and that is the beauty about uh, Catholic Church. Yeah, I think a lot of people today, <clears throat> they're looking for uh, ways to also help out each other. Like they, they have this movement called Kita Jaga Kita. So I think uh, uh, it's something which I think yeah. all of us are doing, which is fantastic. Like. But Father, can I ask, uh, so I think this year we're going through the MCO again and stuff like that. So how different will the Lantern campaign be? Uh, or maybe could you share with us, uh, or how important this year would be for, for the Lent season for us as, as Catholics in the ArchKL versus last year or, or previous years, you know? I mean, yeah. Last year, we were, uh, you know, face to face, we were able to share all the things that we have prepared so that all the parishes will take back home from the banners to the workbook and everything. And now uh, this year we have to do everything online, and this is one of the things that we are doing now to Catholic at home. Thank God that we all provided the platform for us to advertise what we're going to do. Yeah, Lenten campaign. And you know, first of all, when I heard about this Lenten campaign, those days when I was uh, before entering the seminary, what campaign is this? Is it political campaign? You know, sometimes I used to think in that way. You know. But uh, yeah, of course, it's a, a campaign for Jesus uh, to champion the cause that uh, Jesus has brought about to bring salvation to all. You know, when we are at Luke's Gospel chapter 4, verse 16 onwards, 
the spirit of the Lord is upon me and uh, I've come to set the downtrodden free. In that way, the AOP is working tremendously uh, in different uh, areas uh, through big VECs. Uh, and uh, now, due to COVID, we are using digital platform to uh, advertise to people what they can do and how they can do uh, to reach out to people. And uh, Kain will be able to elaborate more on that part of it. Yeah, so, so tell us, tell us, tell us a little bit about the the campaign this year. Uh, maybe take us through, you know, what what is the theme? What is the focus for for this year, uh, Kaim? Yeah. Okay. Um, like Father said, last year our our launch was like so suddenly truncated. No church, no station of the cross. We had to do everything from home. But like he said, this year, thank God for you all with Catholic at home. And also with this digital platform from our TV, uh, ArchKL, we're able to bring land on, uh, to our home where all of us can actually sit and partake, you know. And um, uh, what you see, the logo here is uh, the, the hands in a circle. Normally, when you look at circle, you look at eternity. We look at hand. We're talking about community. We're talking about how we're lending each other our hand, how we're reaching out to everybody. So for this year, uh, the team chosen was uh, actually from our Catholic social teaching. Uh, and we pick up leave hope at self, family and community for, for this uh, Lenten campaign this year. Uh, well, with this team, we hope like what you have said in your banner, to practice prayer, to practice fasting, and to practice almsgiving. And we hope through all this, we will be able to experience conversion, renewal, and transmission uh, transformation of ourselves, of our family, and community. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Maybe a little bit about why we chose uh, we we chose this team. The Bible reference for this team is actually from Hebrew, uh, ten twenty three. Let us keep firm in the hope we profess, because the one who makes the promise is trustworthy. So that is our team reference for for this year. And in case you want to know uh, what is the Pope's message. The Pope's message basically for our land is a time for renewing faith, hope, and love. So um, by the grace of God, when we pick up the, the team from the Catholic social teaching, we didn't expect that we actually tie up with our Pope's message. So I think it's meant to be love. And uh, we have also managed to tie up with PMPT's uh, uh, team of Live, Believe, Hope and Give for this Lenten campaign. So as a church, we seem to be in sync in our thoughts and in what we want to do for the land. So I'm just trying to focus a little bit about, you know, you say, you say self, family and community. Uh, <laughs> so... So how, how does it apply to the self, to the family, and to the community? I think you have something to share with us too in terms yeah. of the self. Yeah. Uh, like in self, the Lenten renewal of ourselves at a personal level is made easier by faith and by living in hope. Uh, 
So in self, we hold on to hope and its promises, potentials and possibilities in our hearts and in our mind. We recognize the power of hope to mold our choices, our decisions and behavior. We personally aspire for the spiritual benefits of manifesting hope in our lives. So we become bearers of hope. Hope that is etched in our minds and our hearts. Yeah, so... Uh, okay, then we have family. Okay. In family, the hopes in our hearts is mutually shared. So most of our choices, activities that are decided on family basis, these are decisions that will be colored and influenced by the hope that animates within the family. So like for example, during family prayers, we focus our intention on hope and we pray to be renewed as hope-filled family during Lent and beyond. Okay, then in community. In community, as we practice the new normal ways of socializing and relating to the community, we keep hope for most in our social transaction. This was a snapshot taken recently for the flood relief. Just before the MCO lockdown, I think at four o'clock, we were desperately loading two ten tons of uh, two ten ton lorries with all our grocery, which we are not able to pack and quickly send it to Kuala Lumpur so that the lorries can be back by 12 midnight. So this is sharing our faith, sharing our hope to the community, not only within our own locale, but actually far away, you know, they, they are always with us. Uh, that's what we talk about when we talk about community. The, fo the focus this year is going to be about about you know live. The focus this year is going to be about living in hope, uh, and also how do we bring hope to to others? I think that's that's a that's a much needed virtue, uh, especially at a time like this. Uh, you know, when people need a little bit of a boost, a little bit of 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 a lift. Uh, in in difficult times, uh, you know, in in every sense, you know, we're not we're not just talking uh, in the economic sense, but also in terms of emotional, uh, emo psychological, uh, not not forgetting spiritual too. Uh, these are the things that. Uh, but are there some activities that are that are being planned uh, for this this season of Lent, or how how do people participate? Uh, how can people participate uh, in this these programs? I'm glad you asked, Father, because uh, uh, going, a bit, going back a little bit on community and, and uh, participation from uh, the various church groups, I think it was very heartening uh, to experience how uh, everyone was willing to reach out and come together as uh, like PIHD team, BEC team on our recent outreach. And... Uh, we are glad that you are here because uh, this year round, we are bringing the church to you in the home by having live stream programs like uh, from your platform itself, you're already giving us a chance uh, to let the viewers know a little bit more on some of our activities, uh, things that have been made possible to the almsgiving throughout all these years, especially like special needs ministry, like Father Albert explained. Special Needs Ministry Learning Center was initiated by a parent. And for the last, I think, 
for at least 15 to 20 years, this very parent was doing this special need ministry voluntary basis. And uh, along the way, like-minded parents who have children with similar issues, they join together. And what our church AOG do to support them was to provide them a venue so that they can carry out the programs and things like that. So you will be able to hear more about it, uh, what special needs ministry is all about and how uh, it is not only for us, but it's also for uh, any religion if they want to come and join us. But strictly, it is Catholic-based, but we, we, we separate spiritual uh, teaching. They are basically taught more on their everyday needs. So on 20th of February, you'll meet the administrator and uh, Rita, as Father mentioned, on the 20th to know a bit more. And then uh, 6th of March, again, on Catholic at Home, we have more alike than different. Um, it is our migrant ministry, our refugees, and the urban poor. Uh, our coordinator will be speaking to you and she'll be sharing about the positive, uh, the gains that these people have actually uh, receive while they were here and how they have actually progressed and make created a new life for themselves. So these are the two items, uh, two, two programs that is on Catholic at Home. Then moving on, uh, on the 17th itself would be the Ash Wednesday where we will have our Ash Wednesday Mass online and uh, I think uh, our Archbishop would be giving us a blessing. Um, what has happened is that, uh, if I may, like uh, sharing a, 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 a respond a, a prayers that I saw a while back, Father showed me Jesus' way, or Father showed me the way of Christ. Two thousand years ago, Jesus' church was where? Jesus' church was Lazarus' house. Jesus' church was Matthew the tax collector. So for this Lent, what we've done is that we want to bring the church to the home, which you all have brought through the Mass televised. But a lot of us immediately after Mass is off and we walk off. But we would like to take one step further. We would like to promote the gospel in our family. So what we have done is for the six weeks of Lent, we have taken the Sunday gospel and we have come up with a sub-team to tie back with the gospel. So, um, for example, on, seven, yeah, the next, on, the 7th of, on the 7th of March itself, uh, on 7th of March itself, we have a creation. This is also part of our, our social, uh, Catholic social teaching. So we have safeguarding creation. We have a very special guest. She will come and show us how simple things you can do just to be part of this saving grace of a creation that God has entrusted to us. And then the following week, based on the Gospel of John 4, chapter 5 to 45, safeguarding, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, 28th of, uh, we missed out 28th of February. Sorry, that's week two. I went ahead and talked about week three. Sorry, I had this nervousness. Week so, two, 
Sorry, so, so, so week two is about uh, preparing sustainable meals. Is that that's what the program yeah. is all about? Yeah. So, what what does it entail? How do how do people participate in these things? Apart from it just listening, a, it is a video premiere actually, whereby uh, we we actually have a, a family uh, showing us how they can reach out, you know, to prepare a simple meal from within their garden, and the best part is to reach out to the urban poor within the place they are staying. And uh, we have invited uh, Father Edwin. He's the he's the EA for the family life to join this family, Pets family. And they will show us how easy it is just to reach out by preparing a simple meals and share with, with the urban poor. So that's for the second week. And the third week, which I have jumped ahead, was about the creation. And then on the fourth week itself, the same thing. Uh, fourth week is based on John, I think, chapter 3, um, where this is a chat session. We try to make it interesting so that even the young ones will want be eager to come and tune in and join us, especially when we're running on a Sunday evening. So if you can, on Sunday evening after dinner, sit down at 8 o'clock on the TV and watch us. And uh, what is important for the week 4 is that uh, we're going to talk about mental health. Okay, I know when you say mental health, it's the uh, the cuckoo one, uh, the gila one. No, mental health basically means the general well-being of ourselves. You know, you have to be good. You have to be healthy up here before the rest of your body can be good. Also, but having said that, of course, there's always the downside. So what we have, what we have with us is a chat session with our Father Philip, who is the EA for the mental health. In case some of you don't know. Even our church provides a uh, mental health uh, counseling session to people who need it. So we have invited uh, Father Philip and his team to share with us and tie back with the gospel. So if we can for the rest of the week, after you watch on Sunday, try and leave the gospel. You know, I'm not asking you every day, but maybe just focus on the Sunday gospel. And our week five itself is what we all like to do during MCO, watch movies. We catch up on all the movies that we have not watched and all. But uh, week five is John chapter 12, 2033. So connecting experiences. We will have a moderator and you will be recommended some shows to watch so that we can relate it during this period of Lent. And the last week, week six, we have thought about it and then the gospel reading is Mark 14 1. It is the last week of Lent and having if you could follow us throughout all the last five weeks on the sixth week itself is a wrap up of your experience of the sixth week and we have actually invited Father Gerard to share with us so that he can wrap us wrap up for us and lead us into the holy week. So this is what you can see online, how what you all can do as a family on Sunday to see, uh, to, to experience lens differently from the modern tech, the high tech way. <laughs> so it looks, looks like, you know, we have this, this term nowadays, pray from home, uh, work from home. So it's going to be lens from home this time too. Uh, in that sense that, you know, there, there are different focus. I think the first week is about feeding the poor, uh, feeding the urban poor, then it's about creation, uh, then about mental health, uh, then there's also a reflection and, 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 and prayer for Holy Week. Uh, so, it, so people, I, I guess if, you know, our uh, 
people will have to tune in uh, to these little programs. And then from there, I'm sure you will talk about what, more specifically, what they can do uh, during this. And I think that's very good, uh, simply because, you know, uh, because, you know, even though we're at home, it doesn't mean uh, Lent does not take place, but Lent continues and it doesn't matter where we are, uh, that we can all participate in, in some way. Um, yeah, Mark was earlier explaining his own family tradition. So maybe this year, Mark, you can include some other things from this six weeks program in your family. Yeah, we, we can't hear you, Mark. You have to unmute yourself. Ah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah definitely, Father. I mean, uh, looking forward to all these programs. And these programs, we can watch it on tv.archkl.org, correct? Yes. Yeah. Ah, awesome, awesome. So all of the listeners out there, just tune in. Uh, we have the, a very good Lantern campaign, which is Live Hope, uh, about self, family, and community. All of it can be found on tv.archkl.org. And maybe some of the programs can be on Catholics at Home. Yeah. Father, they should have created land from home as a channel or, or, a, or a program, <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm sure our, our listeners uh, this morning may have some questions for the Office yeah. of Human Development or also for, you know, uh, the Lenten campaign that focused this year. So to all of you out there, if you have some questions that you would like to pose uh, either to Father Albert or to Kaim or to the team here, uh, do type them uh, into, the, into the chat sections. Uh, Facebook comments or YouTube, and we'll try and pick them up and try to answer some of these questions. Uh, before we move on, uh, for Albert and Kaim, I think you also have, you know, some activity sheets. I, I believe that that people could download or information. Where, where where do they go? Where do they go to? They can go to land at aohd.org. Land uh, dot aohd dot org. Yeah. So to our listeners out there. If you want uh, more materials of what you can do uh, at home during Lent, uh, do go uh, to lent.aohd.org. And just to give a bit of a, an appetizer, what would they find there? You would actually... Some of the things. You don't have to list the whole thing. Don't, don't, <laughs> give, don't, don't give them everything. At least... Yeah. The most important thing is Station of the Cross. Ah, okay. All right. Station of the Cross, we have prepared a booklet. Okay. Okay. So to our listeners, if you if you need a resource material to to do the way of the cross to our BECs out there, if you're looking for something, yeah, do go to lent.aoc.org uh, to download uh, the way of the cross that you can do as a family, uh, as a BEC virtually also. Yeah. So that is one of the things that they can get from there. Anything for children? Yes. We also have. Uh, uh, you know, for Christmas, you always have this calendar uh, during the event, day one, day two, day three, day four. So what we have done is we also came up with one there. You can see the little hand, the pamphlet. Yeah. is the fourth lens you can actually encourage. The family can do it together with the children. And you go day one, day two, day three, until you get to Palm Sunday and then you get the Holy. So you can actually download it and you can do coloring with the family. And this nice. is to include okay. the family and the children. And, so uh, for Christmas, you for Christmas you have the the Jesse tree. Now for Lent, you have the Lent palm, <laughs> not the palm Sunday, but you have the Lenten palm that people can people. Yeah, I mean, I, I think these are ways that we can keep people engaged uh, uh, during during Lent. Um, the the other thing that I 
probably you know sometimes people want to ask uh, is this you know uh, people are during lent in churches we have this lenten envelope that we contribute uh, yes. you know uh, you know i mean of course the question is you know i'm sure this helps all the ministries uh, that you do but this year is going to be a bit tough to do the lenten campaign collection uh, how how do people how Firstly, maybe we ask the question. You know, how how do you utilize this money over the years? I mean, do you use it for all these projects that you that you run? Yes, uh, we do. Uh, whatever. Oh. Different areas. Yeah. So I, I guess. Yeah. So you, so this is what I think you were talking about earlier that the the money is used for to for the urban poor. Uh, for 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 the migrant communities to support them, and, and I know there's a lot being done uh, for your special needs learning center. Uh, these are some of the things that you know you use your funds for, uh, you know, and all the other. Then you have all this special or you know, uh, I mean, unexpected events uh, that happen uh, that you that you use that you use your funds for. All right, okay. So this year, how? Pardon. also for the admin. Mm. To run the office, of course. Yeah. yeah, run the office, of course. So this year, how 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 can someone contribute to towards uh, yeah the fund if you're uh, at home? We can always, you can go on online banking, uh, which uh, I think there's a banner that will be flashed up to you uh, for the Lantern campaign. Mark, uh, I think you have it with you. So that there's a count there, and the envelopes which we have printed up last year are still in the parishes itself. So you can still reuse this envelope, put in your your contribution. But most importantly, it's a new requirement from the Bagger Hasil Dalam Agree, where they actually uh, want your IC if you request. Uh, for tax exemption receipt, yeah. So when you put on the envelope, put in a copy of your IC, your banking slip, whatever you can give it to us. This is an account that you can do online banking, yeah. If you choose the conventional way of using the envelope, they are still available in all the parish office. Insert it in and give it back to the parish office. Yeah, but the difficulty, Kaim, is that you know uh, at the moment we're all closed. Our offices are closed, uh, so I guess we have to to rely on on online. Uh, I beg. Yes. I, I'm, I'm sure people can people people can contact you also, uh, you know, via email. The phone <coughs> numbers are out there. Yeah, you, you know, and if, you, and if they want to they want a tax exemption receipt, uh, I'm sure they can contact your office uh, yes. to make those arrangements. Uh, to yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, if I may ask, if I may ask, yeah. uh, so what if uh, people want to contribute uh, beyond money? I mean, their services and all. How do they go about it? Is there any opportunity for someone to be either part of the AOHD or PIHDM? You know what I mean? Yes, there's plenty of opportunity. We are planning. Up, we are planning. Uh, as we know, this year, uh, His Grace has declared the year of IHD. So AOG is going to work with the parishes, and we're doing. We're going to co uh, collaborate. And come up with some projects where the various uh, parishes together with PIHD and ourselves will work together and you know our catholic church we have a whole wealth of talents in all our parishes so AHD basically just want to ask for the generosity of your time 
of, of sharing your skill and come and join us in projects that touch you, projects that you are interested in so that you can help us make it a, a successful project. And the projects are all aimed at reaching out to the marginalized, reaching out to the poor and uh, giving second chance to even like the homeless people, the, 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 the recovering um, HIV or drug user. But yeah, so please do join us uh, in all this outreach program. It does not matter who you touch, even if you touch one person, it is one person's life you have changed. So yeah. that is what we hope the people can do for us. And who do they contact if they are interested? Uh, uh, depending, uh, if it's directly AOHD, then they can always call us at our office. The number is also there. But if it's project basis, be on the lookout at your church bulletin. Uh, I think all our churches have different bulletin board, uh, online and all. Watch out for our next exchange then you kind of like, yeah, you like this project to join us. So like I say, we're targeting at various groups and there's going to be a lot. Uh, we're going to make use of this year to do a bit more on uh, capacity building formation to better prepare you. You know, sometimes our heart is feeling we are so happy to volunteer, but often we find ourselves not well equipped, even with our skills, but we're not well equipped to, to deal like one example I always like to quote is like uh, soup kitchen. You come say, hey, I need people to come in the soup kitchen. They say, yeah, 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 okay. Then we say soup kitchen, you think, oh, I'm just going to the kitchen to chop, 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 chop vegetable. But actually when you go there, somebody can say, tell me on the back, hey, go and talk to that guy there. Then you say, me? What? Talk to that guy? Oh, no, I'm scared. You know what I mean? So um, we, we really am looking towards formation, capacity building for our volunteers to prepare them pastorally, to prepare them mentally, so that they are well equipped, not to be just a follower, but all of them become part and parcel of the projects that we're doing. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Uh, and for all those listening who are wondering, uh, where can they find more details about uh, AOHD? Is there a website or is there a Facebook page which they can follow? A website, yes. There is a website. It's I think it's aohd.org. Yes. Yeah. So, so I mean, if, if I'm wrong, if, if I'm wrong, just ask Google, Archdiocesan Office of Human Development. You will find their website. You know how to get in touch with them, uh, and you would be able to yeah to reach out to them. I think I think that's that's an important point uh, that you mentioned, uh, Kaim. I think Father Albert too. You know, uh, Lenten campaign is is not just about the financial resources, but it is also uh, about the giving of self. The sacrifice of the self uh, to find ways to assist, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, nothing can be done without financial resources. That is a reality that that we deal with. But more than that, you also need volunteers. You need people to help, uh, people to come forward uh, to give uh, to give a bit of time, you know. I, I think, I mean, the, the old saying is that you know, more hands make less work. Uh, yeah. So you know, if each one contributes a little bit of time, so it doesn't take much of your own personal time. Uh, everyone can, you know, share a little bit, and either it's parish level or diocesan level. And and I think, uh, would I be right to say, almost all our parishes have a have a have a PIHDM, a parish integral human development ministry. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So do get in touch. So do get in touch with your with your parish, uh, Integral Human Development Ministry. Uh, maybe this Lent, there's a greater need. Uh, a lot of people need assistance in in different ways. You know, and I said it is not just financial, but there are people sometimes who need uh, a shoulder to rely on. Uh, people need someone to talk to. Uh, you know, and and I think this must be part of our reframing of the whole idea of Lent also, uh, how we reach out to people, uh, you know. I mean, charity does not stop with just uh, putting the money in the envelope. I often say that, you know, during my <laughs> homilies, uh, that's not the completion of charity, you know. Uh, charity begins with, with uh, uh, maybe we use the word a willing heart, isn't it, Mark? I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, a generous heart to, to to serve yeah and i think that's that's something that you know perhaps this lent we could focus on uh, apart from the the traditional practices of of you know prayer uh, fasting uh, you know alms giving and i think alms giving is is not as i said alms giving is not just about about financial aid but alms giving is about the self also father albert you've been very quiet you want to add yeah. something <laughs> uh, as you were sharing about this, uh, you know, uh, during Lent, what are the practices? Some parishes have also, you know, they pull uh, resources together, uh, cook a meal, and uh, share a meal with uh, people in the streets. Um, I, I know some my parish usually they will do during Lent. This year we are in this situation. Uh, we are not sure what what we're going to carry out. But uh, I'm quite busy with the building project, so we are not uh, sure what we're going to do. But somehow, different individual families uh, uh, will do. You know, one one, one way that they, they can do is what the time also highlighted uh, in, on a personal level. Because we are focusing on self, family, and community, and always uh, the personal transformation that uh, takes place within us will enable us to get involved the whole parish uh, or the whole family. Uh, to contribute for some some who I need. For instance, uh, during this uh, Lent, what they can do as a family, they can cook a meal together and share meal with uh, migrants who are living or refugees who are living nearby. And that will be a good gesture of us uh, to reach out. In that way, we build friendship. And when we build friendship, we uh, also share the love of God with our neighbor, and uh, this is the beautiful act of kindness that as what the clients have said it is not just putting the money in the envelope or the bank account uh, is sufficient enough, but I'm reaching out. You know, as God Himself has reached out in that way, we be able to do a little bit more on the charity part, of, you know, act of charity. Yeah, thanks, uh, Father Albert. Yeah, I think that's that's an important point. Uh, I mean, yes, it's different this year. Uh, Lent is going to be very different this year. Uh, but the spirit of Lent uh, must continue. Uh, I mean, whether it's at home or whether it's at church, uh, wherever we are, I think the spirit of Lent uh, begins in the heart. Uh, and even with the restrictions, uh, like you suggested, you know, maybe in your, in your neighborhood, there's an elderly couple who, you know, who could do with some assistance, with, you know, cook them a meal. Or maybe even, and I often say, call them up, or you know, send them. I mean, do different things. We can, we can reach out. And I think that's. I mean, Mark. I mean, as a as a father, you know, I guess you know, 
your your kids, your children, you know, pick up good habits from parents, right? I mean, they see you, yeah. they, what they, what they see you do, they they will they will remember and continue to do, isn't it? Yes, father. I think, uh, yeah. I I mean, they they do that a lot, and and that's why I think setting a right example uh, is good, like, And and I I like the theme of what you all have in terms of. Uh, live hope you know i mean it's for us how can we be hope for others and hopefully we as parents can uh, bring that down to our children so that they are able to also start smaller you know i mean the little even like the the guards uh, or the people uh, security at the area and all how can we maybe like what father Albert mentioned cook for them a meal i think that's something i'll try father <laughs> i haven't done it but uh, i think definitely something i'll try this uh, land to actually share a meal with them to help them actually yeah they through are going through some tough times and how can we share christ to them i think whatever simple ways we can do we'll do that i will send you my address mark you can send me some food too father last time i sent you you said it was too spicy father <laughs> i said the father Albert, la. Never carry, yeah. uh, never carry. i want i want blow up blow up now for yeah. Albert, now you, you now you if you if you say this on air you you will be getting oh, yeah. like you know Father oh, yeah. 50, 50, 50 people sending you the same thing uh, so better be careful what you wish for when you're on, on air <laughs> yeah. yeah so so to to our listeners uh, out there you know there's there are many things that you can do to to assist uh, and i think you know uh, get in touch with the office of human development uh, their contact details can be found at their website aohd.org can give them a call uh, you can either send them an email it doesn't matter whether you are listening from from kl or from outside of kl or anywhere and if you want to be part uh, of this project uh, this ministry if i may say uh, do do give them but i think also it's important that you know you want to encourage all our listeners for the next six weeks in Lent to follow the programs so that uh, each focus uh, area uh, can be also an important aspect that they can reflect with the gospel. I think I, I like the idea that you know now the gospel uh, moves you to action. You know, so the connection between the Sunday gospel and an activity is it's a good idea of having people not just to listen to the gospel uh, and and not do anything, but the gospel is always very provocative for for action. So I think that's that's a, a wonderful idea. And so we are coming up to the end of the, the program this morning. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Kaim. Thank you very much, uh, Father Albert. We will be having you again uh, on different days uh, yeah. to talk about your different activities, uh, especially the Special Needs Learning Center. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk a little bit about the, the urban poor, the migrant communities uh, during the season of Lent. We look forward to having you with us once again uh, during those days. and. Uh, Thank you very much for, for spending time with us this morning and, and taking us through uh, what Lent is going to be, what the Lenten campaign is all about uh, this year. Just to remind yeah. ourselves is live hope, self, family, and community. And if I may add, since your program, self, family, community, and creation. And so uh, that's going to be the whole idea of, uh, of, of Lent moving forward. Mark? Yes. So uh, thank you everyone for joining us uh, and thank you Father Albert, Father uh, Kaim and Father Clarence for the wonderful program this morning. We hope that uh, you'll be able to share the hope to others. Again, uh, yeah, if, if you can share the videos to all those who have missed out. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, you can be watch it on YouTube again, on Facebook and uh, yeah, and you can follow them on the 
aohd.org as what I mentioned. There's also a Facebook page I found, uh, Kaim, for your Lantern campaign, <laughs> which is uh, facebook.com slash Lantern campaign. So if you want to tune in to all the programs and updates, uh, yeah, just head over to that, that page and, and check it out. And if you want to yeah, find out how to donate and all, all the details are there. And we also covered uh, some materials you can download on online. Uh, so yeah, please get it on. Uh, go to lent.aohd.org to actually download all these materials for your family so that you can uh, cel uh, 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 celebrate Lent at home uh, with your families. Yeah, and, uh, and also, Father, what do we have this week on uh, your podcast, Father? <laughs> you oh, <laughs> yep. so, so a little podcast that I do uh, every week, uh, a little Lenten reflection. This, this Sunday, we, we celebrate uh, Catechetical Sunday also. Uh, and so, you know, uh, a little bit of a reflection of our own, our own uh, call to be to be to be catechists. You know, and we always think of catechists as the, the those who volunteer in church. But you know, it basically, you know, listen to the podcast. I mean, I'm not going to give away too many things. Do listen to the podcast, which will be up this evening, uh, and uh, to to reflect on how we can be, all of us can be. Uh, an integral part of the teaching ministry of the church to share the good news. Yeah, so that's okay. a little bit uh, in a bite form uh, to, to follow. Yeah, so if all of you who have listened to Father Clarence's podcast, give us a thumbs up uh, so we know that you're listening to Father Clarence and some motivation for him to continue to keep <laughs> up the, the good work. Uh, but yeah, Father, I think that's, that's what we have today. And uh, again, yeah. next week, we have another live show. Yeah, so... So do tune in, do stay tuned, uh, same time. We don't have anything on Friday next week. Yeah, so uh, it's still on Saturday. Uh, last, I mean, yesterday was a special show which uh, we came up with and hopefully we are able to do more of this, right, Father? Yes. So if you have some topics that you want to, you think that we should be talking about, uh, uh, do let us know, do drop us a, a message, uh, either uh, in, your, in the Facebook Messenger uh, and we'll try see whether we can accommodate some of these interesting topics uh, for our conversation and to keep Catholics at home going on. Yeah. So thank you very much, everyone. And as usual, we always end with a prayer. If I may invite Father Albert to say a prayer for us uh, as we conclude uh, this, this this conversation this morning. Thank you, Father. In the name of the Father. Oh, thank you, Father Albert. Wonderful. Okay, Father, you're, you're back on. God, our Father, we thank you for giving us this wonderful opportunity to uh, broadcast our AOHD and then also more so on the Lenten campaign so that uh, everybody will be in the same page to enable all of us to go through the whole process of Lenten season to get to know ourselves so that we will be able to live in joy the complete self that you are giving to us in the family and in also the community and uh, as far as the parents have highlighted is also inclusive of all creation so that we can glorify you through that work process that we're going to do during this settlement. and we thank you lord for this uh, modern digital media that platform that you have given to us to reach out to one another according to help us lord in a special way all the youngsters all the youths to reach out to the elderly who are digitally poor in that sense so that they too will be able to be in that process of conversion that we need to take place uh, during this season of Lent. May your blessings and guidance be upon us with the power of the Spirit as you 
were guided in the desert during the time of temptation. By the Spirit, lead us all to know you, to love you, and to serve you. This we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 So thank you, everyone. Uh, have a blessed week and, and stay safe wherever you are. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I will make their darkness bright. Who will bear my light to them? Who shall I say? I am Lord. Is it I, Lord? I have heard you calling in the night. I will. Oh